tēnā koutou. You're listening to a co-education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. It is an incredible privilege to have an expert mentor who will not only support and challenge you, but truly champion you. Kia ora, ko Rochelle tōku ingoa. My name's Rochelle and I'm part of the learning experience team at Core Education. I'm here today with Amira Aman, who also works at Core Education. She has over 20 years experience in education and has sound knowledge of the sector. Her Master of Education thesis focused on the conditions which best support teacher learning and the development of mentoring, coaching capacity in teachers and leaders. She supports those two mentors and coaches so they can achieve their goals. She has extensive experience working with Kahu Aako in the education sector and Tumwaki groups and lead principals across and within school leads. She also writes and facilitates online courses in mentoring and coaching and educational leadership. She has academic and practical expertise in leadership approaches, leadership as inquiry and the design of PLD for teachers. She has an ability to enable confidence in others to have their own courageous conversations, lead change and supports leaders to develop a culture of coaching. Kia ora, Amira. Kia ora, Rochelle. Woo! I know, listening to that, wow. <laughs> oh my, to Paki Paki. Uh, mahi pai, and um, for that long list of accolades, and sort of an example of that, let's listen to uh, Kayako that you've worked with. It is an incredible privilege to have an expert mentor who will not only support and challenge you, but truly champion you, so that you can discover for yourself that you can step outside of your comfort zone and solve complex problems explore new career paths and really get to the heart of what you value both from within an education setting and from a personal perspective without the support and guidance i've experienced through my mentoring program i probably would have walked away from teaching instead i've rediscovered a love for education become an advocate for developing and supporting fellow kayako and building their own leadership capabilities and am excited about exploring new and varied leadership opportunities for myself. The mentoring I've received through Core Ed's Hewaka Unua program has been completely transformative for my growth and practice as a teacher and leader. Kamota Wehi. So how did you support her with mentoring? What was the process? Yeah, kia ora, Rochelle. Um, it was really important for this particular leader, uh, as she, and she expresses in that um, soundbite there, that she was feeling really frustrated uh, about what she could see was needed uh, for our konga in her context. Um, and she's a huge believer in equity, um, and she could really see uh, what it is that uh, her tamariki needed. And she's so creative and so innovative um, that, you know, a traditional teaching role just wasn't uh, meeting the needs of of that tamariki. So we really talked a lot about uh, what her goals were and what it is that she wanted uh, to achieve uh, for them and and, and for herself as well. You know, what would make her heart sing really is is where where we started. And so it was about looking at those goals, but also the hard bit, the, the small, action steps, how to get there, because it's easy to have the lofty goals, I would like a job that looks like this, uh, but how is it we can bring that into reality of, of how we can make it happen? 
And so by working together, she actually created her own role, a really cool, innovative role um, in her context. And it didn't just happen, and it took a lot of work and a lot of talking uh, to make it happen, but she's got such an awesome, uh, innovative role now uh, in her context, which she loves and and really does, has um, uh, uh, reunited the spark, the joy, you know, she has uh, to be in education and to be in leadership. You know, and she talked there about wanting to guide other um, kāko to develop their more innovative and creative practice, and she's able to do that now. Um, and so, um, really, it was about tapping into who she was, what mattered to her, uh, and also what was possible in her context, and how to uh, put a proposal forward about what that might look like. And of course, it's a work in progress. You know, what we put together uh, uh, originally uh, has morphed and changed as she's developed the role further. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good example of um, someone who was able to say, actually, this is what I can see is needed for our Akonga, and I've got ideas about how that might look, and I need someone's help. Uh, to shape that, to make it, uh, put it into practical terms. Oh, Karawe, it sounds to me what you do is help her to help herself and to break her goal into manageable steps and achievements. Oh, absolutely. And part of that process is her knowing herself and what is it that she's actually trying to achieve, who she is as a leader and what, what is it that she stands for. And so that is a process that it isn't quick um, and there are challenges along the way, but it's certainly you, you know when it's working well for your, your mentee, for your client, because the, they'll come into their own and really feel as if they're making decisions that are based on their own beliefs, their own understandings of themselves and are able to really look at what they can actually do rather than just talking about it in general terms to move forward to, to meet the goals that they have. Oh, brilliant. A great example of do the mahi, get the treats. Yeah, hi, hi, Rochelle. You also mentioned to me previously, you had another real life example to share from my kayako who you've mentored. What was her experience? Yeah, this is a really interesting story and a really typical story for whom I feel like I'm supporting particularly at the moment. So this is the story of Amy who had been teaching in her context for 13 years and she has been a middle leader for about four years now. And she has had lots of people have encouraged her to start applying for senior leadership roles. And she's also had a leadership role within the Kahui Akor, so you know she's got some good experience behind her. Uh, but she doubts herself, and I see this often. You know, you know, and mentoring, they'll say to me, oh, "I'd really like to apply for this, whether it's internally or to in another context." But there'll be the, all these doubts. They'll look at job descriptions and go, "Oh, I could do these things, but I'm really not sure whether." I can, uh, I haven't got experience in these other things. I don't think, you know, um, I should apply. For Amy, it was going to be unlikely that there'd be any senior leadership roles in her own contexts. And so that meant that if she wanted a senior leadership role, she would need to apply outside of her own school. And that really terrified her. And she had kind of in a rushed way applied for a couple of senior leadership roles. And she got had got interviews, which was fabulous. But she didn't feel as if she could sell herself very well. And that kind of compounded 
wondered her feelings of self-doubt, that she wasn't really ready, you know, uh, for these roles. So I started supporting her as a mentor and what we did was to really look at how she saw leadership as a concept. What did it look like? What did effective leadership look like to her and why? She could talk about many effective leaders uh, that she'd worked with um, in the past and what it is that she admired about them. I mean, one of the things she particularly liked was leaders who had the ability to have courageous conversations. You know, the hard stuff um, um, in leadership and really address things that uh, people did that she found unacceptable. You know, she really, really, really admired that, really liked that. And while she admired that in other leaders, that was something she recognised for herself that she found quite difficult to do. She felt it uncomfortable in, in having those conversations. And so this kind of led on to, in her mentoring session, some discussion around her own core beliefs and why she sat with that discomfort um, of having those more courageous conversations. And she talked about how she grew up with a family who focused on the positives. No one really addressed conflict in her whanau or differences of, of opinion. But she did want to be more like these leaders whom, whom she admired and feel as if she were equipped, you know, to have the, these, you know, korero with, with, with others. Thankfully, I'm not sure she thought at the time, but thankfully Amy did have a kāko in her team as a middle leader with whom she did need to have some more courageous conversations um, at times. So she did have opportunities to practice these skills. And she also um, requested through our, you know, our corridor and seeing that this was really a need for her um, uh, from senior leadership to have some middle leaders wide PD around having courageous conversations. So she had the tools, you know, she had the frameworks, you know, that she needed to use. And so once we had looked at together her understandings of leadership, we could really look at the strengths uh, that she could offer for a senior leadership role. She was also really brave. She went out there and she did. Uh, she asked her team to answer a survey around her leadership role. And so she got that feedback. So she had some specific understanding of how they saw her, what were her strengths and what were the things um, that she might need to, uh, to work on. And so armed with, you know, the, the experience, the practice of being a, a middle leader, armed with a knowledge of how she saw leadership, what was important to her, looking at her own core beliefs and what she, where her beliefs had come from, she did feel as if she was ready to apply, you know, for, for some senior leadership roles outside of uh, her own context. And when she went for an interview, she said to me that she felt so much clearer about talking about her strengths, who she was as a person, what she saw leadership to be, what she admired, what she was prepared to do. And she went in with a, you know, a really clear confidence of that this needed to match the school with whom she was applying, you know, to. And if those two aligned, then fabulous. If they didn't, that was actually okay as well, because she knew that long term, that if her core beliefs didn't match, you know, the, the value 
values of the of the school, then it wasn't going to be a good fit anyway. And she was successful. And I know why she was successful. You know, this was a very different Amy from the one who had sort of haphazardly put in a couple of applications and hadn't spent the time really unpacking what leadership meant for her. And she had some practical examples. You know, she talked about in that interview how she didn't really particularly feel comfortable with having courageous conversations. But she saw that was important as a leader. She had done the mahi. She had learned some frameworks and tools. She'd put it into practice uh, with, you know, uh, kāko in her own, you know, own context. And she could speak to that experience, which I'm sure played a huge part in, in, in um, being successful uh, in that role. And... Um, you know, I will say that, you know, now she's in this role, she of course still has a bit of imposter syndrome. Of course she still has, you know, times where she doubts herself and, and feels like um, she doesn't know how to navigate all parts of this role. But she still comes back to the things that she does know. Who is she? Her whakapapa. Who is she as a, as a person? Uh, where has she come from? You know, what does she believe in? How does she see leadership? And all of that informs the decision-making uh, that she needs to, and every leader needs to make, you know, hundreds of them um, on a daily basis um, in, in her senior leadership role. Oh, kia ora, Amira. When you were talking about leadership, often I think we have this idea that leaders are born, but from what you were describing with Amy, leaders can be shaped. Would you say that's true? Absolutely, indeed. And it's about knowing ourselves. It's about knowing, you know, it's, it's our whakapapa, you know, Tao Māori's got this sorted, you know. It's about knowing who we are and, you know, where we've come from and, and what is it that informs um, our ways of, you know, interacting uh, with everyone. You know, those uh, moments of paralysis of I don't know what decision to make is because we need to really dig deep and look at ourselves and look at where is our stance? How do we see ourselves as leaders? And that will help inform, you know, the decisions that, that we need, need to make. And, you know, one of the things that uh, Amy and I looked at was a tool. And we looked at the educational, so the leadership capability framework that the Teaching Council uh, has put out. And so that kind of gave us some parameters of looking at what leadership might look like as well, so that she could measure herself against those um, capabilities to see what it is that uh, she felt strong in and where the areas that that she could grow so they can be a really you know a useful tool but it really is it's about um, having some understandings of leadership because otherwise we tumble into it chances are we are experienced practitioners we are expert practitioners uh, in, in the classroom and we uh, um, assume these leadership roles without perhaps pausing and thinking about what does leadership actually look like for me what do I want it to look like and how am I going to adapt how I my practice in order to be the leader I want to be and then using some sort of a framework you know, to help measure ourselves, because otherwise, how do we know what it is that we're doing and what are we doing well? And then it always comes back as in, in that story about Amy, our core beliefs, ourselves, knowing ourselves, you know, first and, and foremost. And then, of course, I will say that you need a mentor <laughs> for this process, that it's pretty hard to do this mahi on your own. It's pretty hard to be the self-reflective, to hold this mirror up to ourselves without the opportunities for kōrero with, with someone else who can perhaps ask some challenging pātai to help us reflect in ways we might not be able to do on our own. 
Oh, kia ora, Amira. I was going to ask you, suggesting a good place to start. I think you've you've sort of covered that in what you were describing then. But is there anything else that you'd like to add before we finish up? Uh, yes, perhaps I should. Yeah, I probably didn't clearly answer that question you've just said about you know born and absolutely uh, we've got it within us. You know, we really, really do. But it's about knowing what we've got within us and and knowing what it is that motivates us to enact leadership in the ways that we do. Uh, so making a start is by starting with ourselves and to really you know thinking about what it is it that we bring, what do we want our leadership role to look like, what does leadership call upon us to do. In order, because what we're here for is to do the very best by our Akonga to transform their learning experience. And so, what does that require of us as a leader? Thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to having a korero with you again. Kia ora, Rochelle. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. Te nara koutou.